0: So God's in every detail, and I'm telling you that because if he's in every detail of the church, he's in every detail of your life. If you'll you'll, uh, take a moment to notice, take a moment to be interested in what he's doing and impressed by it and make a lot of it make much of what he does even the little things and he'll start impressing you even more. (laughs) Glory to God. Okay, Mr. Eric, you are I'll go back there and so make sure everything is good. Hallelujah.
1: Hey everyone, good evening, I trust your week is going well so far, blessed to be here, I'll just pray for myself real quick and then I'll get into it, Father God, thank you for this opportunity to speak a little bit of the word to the saints, I don't take this opportunity lightly and I have the joy of you in me and back there I, w- I'm, I was just so happy, it just came over me and I thank you for that Lord. I trust that what I say helps build their faith, and in turn, when I I say it, it goes back into my ears and it builds my faith. Also, And I know studying this helped build my faith and knowledge in you, Lord, and I appreciate that. And Holy Spirit, if I skip anything, I thank you for bringing it back to my remembrance. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so um, tonight, I, I said last week that I wanted to about the strength of Jesus the strength that he has and in turn he is our strength in us so let me preface what I'm gonna talk about with this the subject came to me when I heard overheard some of the youth are struggling with coming to church they're embarrassed they don't want their friends to see them volunteering and I tell them, I know there's many high schools now that one of the prerequisites is to have community service. And I say, that's one of the things that you can tell your friends. They're, oh, I go to church. I'm doing the community service. I get the credits. And that helps a little bit. So, they, you know, you get the community service and uh, credits, and then you can graduate. But it's not just the teens. This northeast is a tough place. We have Christians everywhere. And I'm surprised when I see people that I know on on social media that come out and they post a Bible scripture or they say something about Jesus and I and I'm thinking I would have never guessed that you were a Christian. It's like we're hiding. Well, this isn't China. We don't have to hide. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about how strong Jesus was in the physical natural. And then, of course, we know how strong he is spiritually. Making sure I'm not skipping anything. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I think that when we do see how strong He is and the strength in us, we can and we will see a change to boldness and confidence in God's Word. You know, talking about the Bible. I was gonna, you know, my Bible's on my phone right now. And being a Christian is being Christ-like. Amen. So we'll get into it. I don't have too much. It's not Sunday morning. But when I was studying on this, it's like a pastor and I, we, we start having discussions about one little thing about Jesus, and we can just go all day talking about it. And so even up here, you can just go off on these little rants. But anyway, I want to describe Jesus physically, and I did some things. I looked up online and, and, and some different sites, and so the best I can I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I thought he was like six feet tall. But back in those times, the average height of a man was five foot one to five foot five. So that's shorter than I am. And so they said Jesus was to be about five foot five. Some say he was five one. I'm going to make him a little taller. And he weighed about 110 pounds. So he was average build in those times. And, of course, he was an apprentice and carpenter for about 18 years of his life. He was a hard worker. Anything that you did back in those times was all manual labor. Everything, everybody that worked in, in, in his his field had to be physically strong. And I know I've done carpentry in my life. I've worked for some companies and that's some hard work, trying to carry the wood around bang nails. And I know it was much harder. Everything was a lot harder back then, we know that. And of course, he walked everywhere he went, up and down mountains, you know through the desert and he ate a lot healthier than I eat he had a Mediterranean diet so you think about Mediterranean diet What, what, you know and we have the Mediterranean diet here and that was just their way of life you know fish and fruit and vegetables but I mean uh, everything they did they had to use their own energy so he was a strong man And it's funny if you think about someone that's about a little bit shorter than me, in a crowd of thousands of people, that power that was inside him must have exuded. People knew him even when they didn't know what he looked like. That's a powerful, strong person. Let me get back to my notes here. Let's not forget his mental toughness along with his physical fasted for 40 days. Anybody here fast for 40 days? I did a juice cleanse for like three days and I was like, all right, I'm done, 40 days. There's a show on Discovery Channel. It's about these people. They strip them of their clothes and they put them out in the, in the wilderness for some are 21 days and others, are like they go up to 60 days and they don't eat much. And you can tell the difference. They lose 20, 30 pounds. Of course, their beard grows out, hair gets all long. Some of them can't handle it. And uh, they get kicked off the show. And that's just, you know, a few weeks to a couple months. He was 40 days. So, with that, you know, 40 days, and, you know, the devil's trying to get to him, trying to deceive him. Hey, turn this rock into bread. I know you're thirsty. I'm trying to tell him, hey, this kingdom can be all yours. Just do this, jump off that building. The angels will save you, mental toughness. He said, no, stuck to the word. So you have to think in those 40 days of fasting, he was really connected to, Jesus, I mean, to, to our Lord in heaven, to God. Because I don't know, you can't do 40 days on your own. So it must have been some supernatural strength given to him. And when he came out of that 40 days, he was ready to go. And you know he lacked protein. One of the main things that when we fast, if we don't eat protein, our body starts, you know, the muscles break down and everything like that. But he was ready to go. That's supernatural strength. Now, I didn't find that in the Bible. I just know that if I'm thinking about it, that's what I would tell people, and that's what I'm telling you. Jesus had the strength to tell the truth no matter the consequences. He was bold to speak in front of crowds, and some of them were hostile. And then the strength knowing what he had to do to fulfill the prophecy, knowing his betrayers, when he got betrayed, and then going to the cross. That cross, if anyone's wondering how big that cross was, according to a French architect, Charles Rohalt de Fleury, in 1870 cataloged all known fragments of that cross, and they figured it weighed about 165 pounds. 165 pounds might not seem a lot to somebody, but he was 110 pounds, give or take. Probably a little bit less because he was in prison and he was beaten, his beard ripped off, spit on, flogged, whipped, called all sorts of names, belittled, embarrassed. He still took on all that. And they say, oh, well, how far did he have to carry the cross? It's called Via Dolorosa. It's a Latin term. It means sorrowful way. And It's about a half mile that he had to carry the cross. Half a mile, doesn't—it's it's two laps around the track, right? Think about all that stuff happening to you. People yelling on the side of the road, and of course you see the people that care about you, his mom and his other family members, sobbing, weeping, people trying to jump in and help him. They said it took him one to three hours, that trip, carrying the cross, 165 pounds. So that's physical strength, and the inner strength is what Came out of him to be able to accomplish that. I probably would have given up. Thank God Jesus didn't. So now I'm going to have some scriptures. And one of the things that. I really noticed about going into. The strength of Jesus. And his strength in us. Is it's always along with. Have strength not fear. And so that stuck out to me because. That's the devil's, one of his number one, should I say weapons, to creep into our lives is fear. That's one of the main causes of everything that we have to go through, mentally and physically. So 2 Timothy 1.7, just going to get a drink real quick. I think if I had a Bible, it would be much faster if I just put some tabs there, but I'm trying to use technology. It's like, how fast can we go back when we used to do that with the children? Open your Bible, go to this verse, first one gets a piece of candy. Claudia, you remember that? You were there. All right, right, Second Timothy one seven. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. What did I just say? But of power and love and of a sound mind. What does fear do? It creeps in, and you don't have a sound mind when you're thinking... Of things that scare you, right? You let that fear, things that you can't control, we're all guilty of it. So it can be our biggest weakness. Many scriptures, like I said, tell us to have strength and not fear. I got some more scriptures I'm going to go to to prove my point. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 46 Verse 1 through 3. Are you guys trying to see if my finger's going up and down? Like He doesn't know where he's going. He's going up and down on those scriptures. <laughs> Psalms 46, one, verses 1 through 3. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear... Even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. I believe that those are all things that means trouble in our lives and we're trying to get through. Don't be afraid of it. Look to God and, and get that inner strength. And his wisdom. Proverbs 18.10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. When you're safe, you're not afraid. Isaiah 41.10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Then Deuteronomy 31.8. And the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. Are we getting, are we sensing a pattern here? John fourteen twenty seven. Thank you, Jesus. This is Jesus speaking. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Amen. And I got one more scripture for you, and then I'm going to wrap it all up. Joshua 1.9. Maybe I should have ended with Jesus' words, right? Those are my favorite ones. Joshua 1 9 says, I, Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good covered, cu- courage? Sorry. Be sh- strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. we got to get better at telling ourselves these things, me included. I'm, I'm telling you. We let a lot of things in our life creep in. It's like, let me just go find these scriptures and just read them over and over and meditate on them and then just praise the Lord that. We have his strength inside us. So what I'm saying is we need to be bold and not timid. Courage, have courage, not cowardice. And have faith, not fear. Amen? Thank you. (laughs) Mr. Ivan, would you like to come up?
2: Awesome job, Eric. Yeah. Good evening, family. Hi. How's everybody doing? Good. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, my my topic uh, of the the message is be the light. You know, we want uh, God wants all of us to be the light everywhere we go, to shine our light, and uh, when we receive Christ, the light may be small, but as we get more into the Lord, studying the word, get involved in the things of God, and the light will grow. And people start seeing the light. Because yeah. uh, at one time, we all were in darkness, and God had translated us from darkness to light. Amen. Amen. I forgot my, I have two, two scriptures. There, I want to share, let me grab my, yeah, I'm like brother, I like to use the technology too, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Matthew 5.16, Matthew 5.16, yeah, I'm talking about being the light. So it says, uh, in the same way, your light must shine before people so that they will see the good things you do and praise your father in heaven. Amen. Yeah. yeah, so like I said, like at one time, we all were in darkness. I remember, like, uh, uh, before I started coming to church, uh, I started dating. I was dating uh, my wife, and uh, she went over my house, and I was greeting some, some chicken the second floor. I live in the second floor. I was grilling some chicken in, in the in the deck, and thing. And uh, she came by. She start talking. She's talking things uh, about God. Uh, but I was I was so happy to hear that because I say I never he- heard this before. This is, it sounds really good to my ears. Some cooking. Like I, I have my drink. Like my beer. I'm drinking. I'm. But I'm, I'm listening to it and she's telling me like the, the second coming of Jesus. I say, wow, this story is really, I, I, I like to hear more. And she keeps telling me, telling me, I say, this is good. So I I, rec- I believe it like before I, I read in the word. And then when I, I read it, it was just like confirmation of what she had told me. Yeah, So yeah. So be in the light, yeah. in God's light. You know this—this love, this hope, wisdom, knowledge, salvation, and all that Jesus did and paid for. Amen. Yeah. 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 I had a, like a, like a Facebook friend. You know how sometimes we just have friends too, like <laughs> we don't, you never see them, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like you <Yeah>. <laughs> know. Yeah. So I usually uh, I post like uh, Bible scriptures on uh, on Facebook, and. Uh, this friend came one day. He messaged me on a messenger. Uh, I posted it was a, a scripture on Psalm 147, 11. That says, The Lord delight on those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfail, unfail love. So he, he, he came back to me. He said, uh, uh, What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Like, uh, fear the lord mm-hmm. yeah so it says like the uh the translation that I put there it says fear mm-hmm. but like the translation uh of the the first bible pastor jack gives me i like to use is the good news translation yeah, yeah. and that one says a, a different thing he says uh i put it down here too He says, the Lord takes pleasure on those who honor him, in those who trust in his constant love. So I, I explained to him, I said, yeah, the fear is not like a fear uh, you're going to hide, you're hiding, you're hiding from God. It's just like a, it's, it's honor him, like honor him by doing what he tells you to do. Yeah, that's like a fear, yeah. It's like, kind of like your, your, uh, your parents, you Honor your parents, like you. Could be another word you might use. Also, you fear your parents because they tell you to do something, and you do it. It's like it's like you honor them and respect them. And uh, I explained to him. I said, "Is, is this uh, uh, explains to you what you uh, asking me?" He's like, "Yeah, yes. Thank you very much. Yeah." <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> and then he went on his his way. Yeah. So. Uh, in in order f- uh, for me to be a light that God wants me to be, there's things you gotta you gotta do. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. first you gotta know who the light is. Huh? Yeah, yeah. in John 8:12, we can go there. John 8:12. Jesus spoke to the Pharisees again. I am the light of the world. He said, whoever follows me will not have, whoever follows me will have the light of life and will never walk in darkness. Hallelujah. So we got to know who the light is and Jesus is the light. Amen. And another scripture, John 1 4. He says, uh, the word was the source of life, and this life brought light to people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Another verse is John 9, 5. It says, while I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Yeah. So this is like the, the uh, to know uh, who the light is, yeah. and Jesus is the light. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. And the, the second one is I have to receive the light. Yeah. And that's where the scriptures, Romans 10:10 yeah. comes into place. Yeah. You got to open your mouth yeah. and confess. Him by faith, amen? Yeah, we can go to Romans 10. :10. Romans 10. :10. He says, For it is by our faith that we are put right with God. It is by our confession that we are safe. Amen? Hallelujah. And the third one, I have to find out who I am in Christ. Mm-hmm. And for me to find that out, I got to go his word and find out. Amen. Yeah. And the, another question that will come up, does he made me a light or he's going to make me a light? And the word tells us the answer. The word says, I'm already a light. Mm-hmm. Romans thirteen twelve. The, the night is near over. Day is almost here. Let us stop doing the things that belong to the dark and let us take up the weapons f- for fighting in the light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And now let's squish, Ephesians 5.8. eight it says uh, you yourselves used to be in darkness but since you have become the Lord's people you are in the light you see you are in the light so you must live like people who belong to the light so that's what God wants us to to live like people that are in the light yeah. hallelujah Who is the light of Christ? All who has received him. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yes. Thessalonians five five. First Thessalonians five five, I think. First Thessalonians five five. He says, All of you. Are people who belong to the light, who belong to the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. Hallelujah. It tells, it tells us right there that we are the light. What is the light for? That's another question that we can ask ourselves. Uh, it says that the light is. Is for us to show show the love of Christ, the hope that He has for all of us, the wisdom, the faith, peace, joy, knowledge, and the salvation. As we have the light, we can share the light to others by by preaching the word, like we we do, like going door to door to tell people about Christ. For me, like uh, like I. Uh, when I like share my light, uh, the place usually I go the most, beside the church, I go to, like to the gym, and uh, there's there's, uh, there's people there, and I don't go like to people. Oh, you gotta receive fries. I, like I just let the, the my they, they see they'll see the light in you. They'll come to you because they they had a friend there. He was doing his uh, on a treadmill. I was doing different exercise. All of a sudden, he came. He came to me. He said, one of these days, i got to go to your church. I, I noticed the, the things that you post online and Facebook. And uh, and one day, I say, yes, you, you should come. So I gave him my number and stuff. So he said, yeah, call me. Anytime you want to go, call me. We'll go together. I'll pick you up. We'll go, yeah. And uh, yeah, he, he was happy for that, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen, yeah. And uh, yeah, they'll see the light, yeah. Hallelujah. And uh, and the light will will transform some someone's life, unto God's standard. Amen. He also gives you a new life in Christ, Jesus. Hallelujah. He also rescues us from the kingdom of darkness mm-hmm. to the kingdom of light mm-hmm. and to his amazing grace mm-hmm. like in colossians 1:12 we can go there colossians 1:12 he says may, may you be made strong With all the strength which comes from his glorious power, so that you may be able to endure everything with patience and with joy. Give thanks to the Father who has made you fit to have your share of what God has reserved for his people in the kingdom of light. Amen. If there's a kingdom of light, there's also the uh, kingdom of darkness. And we belong to the kingdom of light. So we gotta represent Jesus. In the in the light that He put in 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 our hearts, and we yeah uh, we gotta like keep doing the things like for the light to be more bright and brighter yeah. to read the word and do what He says and share and share with with others that that don't know the light, Amen, Hallelujah. Second Peter two nine, Second Peter. Second Peter 2 9. He says, uh, And so the Lord knows how to rescue godly people from their trials and how to keep the wicked under punishment for the day of judgment. Hallelujah. What will keep this light on is the word of God, amen. 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 Psalm 112, 119, 105. it says your your word is a lamp to guide me and a light for my path, amen, because we know his word is a a lamp, is a light into our path and for us to see the road, like the road that we go on, the the path that God got for us, we yeah. got his word to be the light to guide us into into that path, amen? amen. Hallelujah. So we can know the way. John twelve thirty five. John twelve forty five. Whoever says, sees, whoever sees me, sees also him who sent me. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Yeah. So we know like Jesus is, is the light and he has shared the light with us. And we are the light and we do the work on this earth. Because uh, he, he has done, he said, even greater things we will do. Even greater things, because he knows we will, sh- by studying his word, we will become the, this brighter light that people will see. will attract people. We don't even have to go to them, and they will come to us asking us, "Oh, uh, where is this light?" Uh, and then we explain it to them uh, everything. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. This is all I have. I didn't write down much. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise God.
0: Ivan, thank you. That's awesome. Thank you, Ivan, and thank you, babe. That was awesome. Uh, I appreciate uh, this study of the Word of God. I really do. I appreciate when uh, people study and they deliver the Word. I think there's something to be said. Amen. And I love those questions, you know, like when we ask questions. I love the facts. (laughs) I love facts, you know. And so I love when we dig in and not just surface, you know, and so and everybody who has ever shared here, I see that. I see the studying. (laughs) I see it. Uh, And so I try to set that example because I I treasure the word of God and I'm like a treasure hunter. (laughs) I just want to dig in and I don't want to just see what's there on the surface. I have to when when they're sharing the word, I'm going to the word. And then I'm looking, oh, what can I get out of this? i got to remember, you're in church, and you're listening to somebody else. (laughs) Because I'm like, wait a minute, I just saw something in John chapter 12 that I'm like, ooh, that's awesome. And so thank you, Mr. Eric and uh, Mr. Ivan, uh, for that word on strength and light powerful word and i love the questions you know like what keeps the light on these are questions people ask you know what is the light who is the light? (laughs) these are questions people ask and the facts about jesus how tall is he well now we get an idea and and there's a lot of strength there we were having a conversation this afternoon about that we were talking about his strength and how you know i was like i can't go you know three days without eating you know (laughs) 40 days (laughs) you know i'm like 40 days and so, uh, but you know, we saw that uh, in the garden when he sweat uh, like drops of blood and when he went through one of the uh, toughest moments of his life, the angels came and ministered to him after that. And I believe that same thing happened to him after the devil came to him at a w- the, when he should have been at his weakest. And we're going to talk, that's, he kind of taught my message uh, some on Sunday, but that's what we're talking about on Sunday. And so... <laughs> you know, not on purpose. While he was talking, I'm like, you're really going to teach that? No, just kidding. I'm like, this is great because it's a good segue. It gives me some more facts. Uh, but, you know, uh, when we talk, uh, when we think about that, the devil came to him in when his mind should have been at its weakest state, you know. Because when you're fasting, your spirit, you know, you're over there. Uh, it, it really takes, it takes uh, shutting off that mental part of you. And uh, when you when you fast and we used to fast a lot, like we overfasted, fasted uh, and for the wrong reasons, for every wrong reason. It was just the church. We're having a fight. You notice I've never called a fast. Did you notice that? And notice they never called a fast because we learned. We learned because we always used to call a fast when the pastor wanted to get something from the Lord. That's not why you fast. That's unscriptural. And so people will call a fast at the beginning of the year. Uh, To me, that's very, that's fine if that's what people want to do. I've never felt led to do that. They've never felt led to do that. I say, though, when the Lord tells you to fast, you better. When he tells me to fast, I better. And there may be an instance where he tells us to fast. It may not be on January 1st, but it might be on March 13th. Dates don't matter to God. It doesn't matter when, you know, and I get why churches do it. I mean, there's a whole host of churches that do the first, you know, 30 days of the year and this and that. And that's fine. If God tells us to do it, we'll do it. But we've never felt led to do that because we, we've we seen it abused. And so by the time we got done, I mean, she got sick because she fasted so much. And you have no strength. And the devil came to him right at that moment. Forty days in, the devil's coming to tempt him. Look how strong he was. He was strong, obviously, spiritually. And they say, but that's Jesus. Yeah, that's Jesus that's in you. That's the same Jesus that's in you. That's the same Jesus that's in me. And so he, he came out of there full of the Holy Ghost and power and began his ministry here on this earth. Glory to God. And so strength, strong man. Hallelujah, strong God, hallelujah. All right, let's uh, go ahead and give tonight if you would like to give and participate in giving and you need an envelope to do that. Uh, you can raise your hands and Mr. Ivan will serve you. Glory to God. Uh, it's an awesome thing and, and that was one of the things that we hadn't done. I'll just share that with you as we're uh, uh, facilitating the offering tonight. One of the things we did not do and I went through my list, you know, when things are delayed, When you're believing God for something and you believe you've done everything that you know to do in the natural, you go to God and you say, this is delayed. I I thought this was going to happen sooner. And so you bring it to him and you ask him, well, when I did that in terms of land, when I did that, he said there's one thing you said you were going to do, you said you were going to do, that you did not do. Go back and look at what that was. It took me a couple weeks to actually sit down and do it, to be honest with you. So we might be a little behind. But it took me a few weeks because it was so busy and this and that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. There's something I'm supposed to do that I haven't done. And so I went back through my notes, the things that I said I was going to do and the things to keep us in line with what he wants us to do. And it was to get some seed in the ground concerning the manifestation of our land. And we did not. And so we took a good chunk of seed and we sowed it towards that to a ministry that has the same stuff going on that that we do. And so now we have seed in the ground. So now when I see I can say you told us to do this. We did that. We said we did that. We did that. Boxes checked. We've done our part. Now it's on him. And so uh, if something is delayed, always check with him. And ask him, you know, where's the delay? It's not on his end. Sometimes he's working details out and people are disobedient, you know. (laughs) They're not listening to him. (laughs) So he's got to work that stuff out on that end. So just let him work. But here's the thing. We don't just sit around and wait after we pray to make sure it's done. Jesus didn't do that with the fig tree. He didn't look at it and go, wait, I don't see it dying. I don't see it. I spoke to it, but I don't see anything happening. No, he walked away from it. Walked away. You don't put your mind back on that. But if your mind does go to that, you say, no, I got seed in the ground. It's protected and it's manifesting in Jesus' name. Glory to God. All right, let's uh, pray. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to give. And we thank you that as we give, we're participating with you. It's, it's something that we do, and it's from our heart, from the deepest core of us, where your spirit lives. That's the place from which we give. And so we follow the leading, the voice of your spirit. And as we do, we give according to your will. And as we do, we open the door to every blessing that you have set aside for us. We thank you, Father. We give you honor and glory to you for this opportunity. We don't take it lightly, and we don't do it uh, without a smile on our face, but joy in our heart. <laughs> we have joy in our heart concerning our giving today, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All right. So uh, those of you who are wanting to go caroling, uh, with us, uh, I believe the date for that. We put the date for that. One of the dates for that will be on December. The I sent it to uh, her today. She'll get it on the calendar for December. Uh, I believe it's right around. It's on the Saturday before the eights, The I think it's the 18th. Yeah, not this I was going to say 17th. It's the 18th. So we'll go probably from four to six. If we go from 4 to 6, then it will just be one time we go. But if someone says, you know what, I think, because I'm telling you, once you go once, it's so much fun. We know this. It's so much fun. So if you want to go again, uh, uh, you know, on Christmas Eve for an hour or whatever, we'll do it. And so as much people as we can get. So, But I would like uh, folks to sign up. We need drivers, and we need um, candy cane hander-outers. And we're going to hand out an invite to our Christmas Eve service with the candy canes. And so that's gonna be important. So we're gonna hand that out, and then we're going to, we need singers, obviously. Everyone can sing, uh, obviously. Everyone can sing, but I need some of our praise team to go. I need my son to go. (laughs) Daddy, you're gonna go. And so uh, it'll be a good time, it'll be a good time. We'll be doing some singing, and I think uh, they'll be blessed by it. We told uh, the town officials, and they're like, that's awesome, and so they're excited about it too. So we thank God. We're gonna go to kind of the older communities, and we'll go to Dighton Woods Circle where the houses are close together.